Listen to Vintage House on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on WNUR 89.3 FM, WNUR.org, Facebook Live, and VintageHouseShow.com. Welcome to the Vintage House Show. The Vintage House Show celebrates the lives and careers of house music pioneers. The Vintage House Show can be found at VintageHouseShow.com and is powered by the Modern Dance Music Research and Archiving Foundation, the only repository in the United States dedicated solely to preserving and honoring house and dance music genres. Visit us at dancemusicfoundation.us. Hey everybody, it's Lori Branch with the Vintage House Show. Today, Alan King of the Chosen Few DJs. This is one of my favorite all-time DJs. He is so amazingly talented and has such a big heart. So listen up. I think you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Listening to the sounds of Mr. Alan King on Vintage House, WNUR. I'm Lori Branch, your host, along with Lauren Lowry. So happy to have my disco dance house music brother in the house. He's going to warm it up for us, and then we're going to talk to him. So stay tuned. It's going to be the best hour yet.
they don't understand how music can pull up and help rebuild a man. It put color where put color where others
We are listening to the sounds of Mr. Alan King here on Vintage House WNUR. I'm Lori Branch, your host for the night. And uh, this is my dance brother. I'm so happy to have him here. Can't wait to talk to him, so stay tuned. He'll be coming on in about 15 more minutes. And we'll hear his story on Vintage House.
Hey, it's Lori Branch here with Lauren Lowry and our special, very special guest, DJ Alan King in the house. We're going to bring down the music just a little bit more so we can hear from Alan. Hey, Alan. Hey, Lori Branch. Thank you for coming to visit us and hang out. Hey, one of my all-time favorite DJs, Lori Branch. Oh, that's you. That's you, baby. <laughs> that is you all day long. So happy to have you here um, and enjoyed your set. You know, sometimes it's nice just to have a little jack, you know, like 20, 25 minutes. Just gets me started. Just a little bonus jack. Can we hear you? I can't hear you too well. Let me see. There we go. The there we go. So anyway, uh, what can we say? You know, this is a world famous DJ, lawyer by day, friend to the president, first gentleman of the fourth ward. Uh, some of your friends at Myers think you should be our next mayor. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I blame Wayne Williams for starting that uh, crazy notion. Uh, but it's humbling. It's nice. To, you know, some people are picked up on that. Yeah, hang on. We're trying to pull you up a little bit. Yeah. Let's see. Is the mic shortened out on us a little bit? Let's talk into that okay. one. That's Let's talk into this. Hey, <laughs> now. All right. So... You, you shouldn't be our mayor. What's up? Uh, <laughs> we need a new mayor. <laughs> it's, it's, it's unanimous. I, yeah. I've, I've polled everyone that I know, and they say Alan King can do it all. He should be our mayor. Uh, all I'm going to say is in, in recent elections, there have not been many good candidates to challenge our current mayor. I think going forward, there there will be some really good candidates from our community. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Do you know any personal? <laughs> <laughs> Well, good candidates we'll see. who shall remain nameless. Exactly that kind of good and candidate. And the vintage house show. We'll come. We'll come back and have a political show all about that. So, so much to discuss. So much to discuss. Um, okay, we won't waste time <laughs> on November. 30th, Where are we going? Where are we November going? 30th, <laughs> November thirtieth. November thirtieth. I already a, know. It was a national e e event. Uh, you know, long-awaited TV One aired a special on Sung. The uh, history of Frankie Knuckles and Chicago house scene, and um, I thought many of the speakers really did a good job. You know, they had uh, Steve Hurley and um, you know, obviously Wayne Williams, yourself, uh, Jesse Saunders, and Farley. And I, I thought they did a nice job of, of talking about the genesis of it. Certainly, paying respect and reverence to Frankie, you know, who was our godfather, right, and, right. and and really helped to start the careers of so many folks. Um, and it's been, you know, it's been pl applauded and lauded. And I'm just wondering, what's your, what's yeah. your take on it? It's, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Again, it's my turn. Again. And, and if you follow my Facebook page, I've, I've taken varying uh -huh. positions uh -huh. on, on this program. <laughs> um, you know, in the final analysis, I think it's fantastic that, you know, a nationwide audience got to really learn about uh, a lot about the origins of Chicago house music and you know, we have to be happy about that. I, I think why some people aren't happy and weren't happy is that there was a little bit of a disconnect. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the original idea was that the program was really going to be about Frankie right. and Frankie's life and his um, career and the impact on the genre. Um, and somewhere along the way that uh, through uh, urgings, perhaps, of right. some to be uh, not named. Uh oh, I don't know. Can but we start some, something here? But tonight? somewhere along the <laughs> line, um, I think the topic became broader. Um, mm -hmm. 
to to Chicago house music generally. Right. And, and that's perfectly fine. I mean, both of those stories mm-hmm. deserve to be told. And and uh, but I think what what happened as a result of that is some people feel like, you know, this was supposed to be our Frankie Knuckles and right. there wasn't a whole lot about Frankie. And if you're going to talk about, you know, the origins of Chicago house music generally, right. then why didn't you talk about X, Y, Z? Exactly. So it, it sort of landed somewhere in the middle yeah. Um, yeah. of what it originally started out to be. But again, I mean, my feeling is all of these stories are, are great stories that deserve to be told and, mm-hmm. and to have them told on a popular national show yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, I was, it's I was a, happy and about it's, it. It's a good start. I, I think that we haven't had uh, anything on that level, you know, that reaches such a broad audience uh, in such a mainstream way that there was a lot of expectations about what's going to happen. I mean, it just kind of reminds you of the first of anything. Right. You know, when you have right. a first show about whatever, sure. fill in the blank, blacks, gays, what have you, you know, there's a lot of pressure. Right. And you wanted to say everything to everybody and really, you know, feel re- represented of your experience. Well, I think house music is no different than any other culture where there's lots of different experiences. Right. And, I, and I think, uh, you know, for folks who probably were not enmeshed in that movement, you know, sure. they got a smattering. That was a little bit of a little bit of everything kind of skimmed sure. the surface. Right. No, I I I not that. too deep. You know, river yeah. wide, what's that right. river? The Rhine River. Right. Whichever right. one. So right. anyway, um, I, I think it's good. Is is you know, what would you see if we did a part two or if there was an opportunity for not unsung or some other documentary that would have that kind of reach and impact, mm-hmm. you know, how would it be different? How would you see if you were if you had to produce it, you know, what would you do differently? Um you know, I wouldn't necessarily do a lot differently. It, j- it just takes more time to, yes. to, you know, reasonably and accurately tell that story. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think, as I mentioned before, I mean, I think both subjects, I mean, Frankie Knuckles, um, you know, most people know my feelings about him and his influence on me as a friend and as mm-hmm. a DJ. And, you know, he, he certainly has a, a life story that deserves to be told, mm-hmm. you know, all along. Mm-hmm. So I, I think... You know, a program truly on Frankie and his life and his career makes a lot of sense. And then a program or or some kind of production on house music generally um, also makes sense. And, um, you know, we we can debate all day whether this person should have been mentioned or that person. Mm -hmm. And but the reality is, you know, there there were time constraints. And, um, you know, personally, it's funny to me because I sat down with them, I think, on two separate occasions and. Mm probably interviewed with them a total of about i don't know two and a half or three hours and then i was in the show for about three seconds no way (laughs) so but but i think i think yeah that happens and i think why it happened Mm -hmm. in this instance is that you know i spent most of my time talking about frankie because that was my understanding of what the program was going to be about and when it kind of turned left a little bit Uh you know less of that i guess was was part of the show so yeah in any rate i think it's great and and again i mean we just need more time to tell these stories in film and film and books and television and absolutely everything. That's our next venture, Lauren. Well, we're on our way. We're on our way with taping these shows and getting real stories from real yes. people. Interestingly, Jesse Saunders called and said, you know, Lauren, how can how can you all help us try to get some of these other mm-hmm. stories 
documented. He wants to do something right before Christmas right. where all those people who felt like they were unsung, who had a part in that right. movement, uh-huh. can maybe come out and talk a little bit about you know, some of those people who right. weren't mentioned and, you know, other people who were just dancing and people who were partying. Maybe those stories can be told, too. Maybe, maybe we can do it right here in the studio. I, mean, I we, would we love ha- to do we it. We have a huge studio space here in Northwestern. They're so generous with it. It's beautiful um, and it's local and we can bring people here and uh, make it happen. I'm thinking know? in two weeks, maybe we can just have, you know, five, six people who really yeah. want to tell their stories or mention some other people and right. their influences. You know, we'd love to have you know some of those yeah. cats back. I yeah. think he'll be around. Jesse will be around in a couple of weeks, so really? hopefully he'll come up and I hang say, out with I us. I say we have a Christmas party. Yeah. Let's do it. That some dancers. Good. Let's kick it. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's really the good thing to come yeah. out of this. I mean, after the the crying and hand wringing got mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. you know, you're starting to feel this new momentum yeah. uh, around the the genre and you know everybody involved mm-hmm. in it. So, um, you know. There were many, many other people that should have been talked about, not the least of which being DJ Lori Branch. Oh, come on. So, no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I think it was, uh, it felt to me more of a producer story, you know, like yeah. that, that was the focus, I think, with the, right. the folks who were creating that, the actual records. Sure. I did like to play them. So, uh, uh, you, you and me both. <laughs> That's what we do. Tell me what you want me to play. Let me, <laughs> let me listen to it and see if I can play it. Right. That's cool. So, you know, this is Vintage House, so I, I'm going to leave... Uh, unsung alone sure. they had their time this is our time and you know just talk a little bit about alan kane for mayor i like the way that sounds lauren don't you like the way that sounds alan king for mayor <laughs> I'm, I'm who wants it me and wayne we're gonna wayne williams if you're listening we're gonna start on this together i know a lot about chicago politics i still live here i'm still in it i worked for the city for 15 years so i know how broken it is um, and we do need somebody like Alan. Right. But where'd you grow? Where'd that. you grow up, honey? Uh, Jackson Park Highlands on okay. the south side. Oh yeah, 69th and Bennett. Really? Yeah. You know my cousins. Yeah. Who, which cousins? The Driscolls. Yeah. I Those know. are my cousins. Okay. They live up, like right down the street there. Absolutely. On Bennett. <laughs> on Bennett. Yeah. Yeah. My so uncle's I, a dentist there. Yep. Yep. I grew up. Uh, in that neighborhood, started at Isabel C. O'Keefe Elementary School, 6940 South Merrill. Okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out. That's hysterical. And what do you what? And now, so you've been here all your life. Yes. I know you went away to school because it did. was when you went away to school that I that I I think that I don't know our times kind of like I feel like I missed you at the beginning of right. it, like sort of like I knew you and then suddenly you were gone. And then that's when I started spinning around, like, you know, early 81. Sure. I think you had just left. Yep, yep. I, I left for college in 81 yeah. and and played a little basketball in college. So that, right. that took up a lot of my time as well. And then straight to law school in 85. Okay. So, you know, I guess my original heyday, if I had uh-huh. one, was, was really in that 78, 79 to yeah, 81 yeah, yeah. period okay. where, where I knew you as a party promoter oh, yeah. primarily <laughs> with Vertigo, you and Craig and the gang. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really did miss a lot of what I describe as that Chicago right. house music period being away at school. But, uh-huh. um, you know, it's, it's nice to hear from, you know, Steve and Chip and a lot of the guys that were you know big producers yeah, during yeah. that period that, yeah, yeah. that you know I had some influence on them and Chosen Few absolutely had influence on them so yeah. even though I was uh, 
away studying most of the time. I, I felt like I, I had something to do with what seed. was going on. So You planted the seed, yeah. you know, and they help water it yes. and grow it. <laughs> now, I can appreciate that. You know, I talk about my my DJ, you know, life and, and how, you know, it went strong from like, 80 to around 84 and then I was failing all my classes you know I was trying right. to do college and DJ I hear you. and it just wasn't working it I did the eight-year college plan because of my <laughs> career I finally got out you know but it took me like stopping hey, I had to I say you. I'm not DJing for the next yeah. few years and I did it through college but yeah. I stopped for law school yeah, there yeah. was just no way I was gonna be able to you, you can yeah and so what let's talk about that for a second mm-hmm. so you know there are a lot of folks whose lives who did not finish college, who kind sure. of, you know, took this on as careers, and, and a few of whom, you know, have, have, have become major celebrities, major stars. You know, can, can you do that? Can you be a house music DJ and, and go to college and have a <laughs> career? I mean, you, you have something that a lot of people will probably envy, you know, is you, ha- you have a day yeah. job and a night job. They're equally important and, and admirable. Uh, yeah. You probably had fans in the daytime that we don't know about. <laughs> Probably, probably. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Just you know, I, I, I do have these kind of two parallel lives yeah. going on. And, you know, I always say that a lot of people find out I'm a DJ and go like, what? He's I know. a DJ? I, I, and, I can then, relate to that. And then the rest of the people I know say, what? He's a <laughs> lawyer? Uh, so I get a whole lot of that. Yes, but, yes. you know, what, what's clear is this, you know, my love for house music yeah. and, and DJing and, yeah. the, and the power of that never less left my system no. it, it, it was my favorite thing to do when i was 15 years old yeah. and now i'm 53 and yes. it's my favorite thing to do oh such a youngster what so. <laughs> <laughs> you got me by a few months maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> you know see I, this is the one safe place where you can talk about it because we're kind of like blues artists right we're like like the older you get the more like respect people it's kind of a weird True. thing it's kind of nice. You it know? is Like, nice. I don't mind talking about I've been doing this since 1980. Right. You figure it out, you know? <laughs> I agree. That's a long time. Right. And, and you know, it's, I sort of went away from mm-hmm. it for a while in law school and practicing law. Yeah. But, you know, one of the nicest things when I've since I've come back to it, I mean, the, the younger generation of mm-hmm. DJs have, have been so kind and embracing yes. to, to me and my history. Yes. And, um, so it, it, it's been an easy transition to sort of get back on the horse and it's nice. do what I love to do. It, it's it, nice it is to feel nice. that love. It is. It really is. It, yeah, I feel that too. Um, we just had uh, Miss Nikki in here, and whoa, mm-hmm. well, how gracious! You know, I just yeah. love that girl. And we're gonna have DJ Alicia next week, and yep. you know they've been doing it for a minute themselves, but uh, they're just very kind and, and generous souls. And and I, I appreciate the folks who came in the game after us in the '90s and beyond. Right. And we'll, we're having more of them on the show too. You know, yeah, this, this that's, vintage that's house. Terrific. But it's really, you know, it's for the whole community. We, Absolutely. You know. So let's talk about Chicago. Yep. I'm not, I'm not going to ask <laughs> you to run for mayor again, okay. but I do want to talk about the city. What do you love most about, the, about Chicago and specifically the Chicago house scene? Ooh. Versus any place else. You've been to Atlanta. You've been overseas. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell us what makes this city the unique treasure that it yeah. is. Yeah. You know, it. it Obviously, I'm biased. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, uh. It, it really all depends on, you know, what's going on here. I mean, obviously, we have some unique events like the Chosen View Picnic mm-hmm. and and other, you know, kind of retro parties that, that give you that feel of mm-hmm. the original days. But mm-hmm. the fact that house music started here, you know, however you want to slice that, uh, it started in Chicago, right. whether it's, it's 
you know, we're talking about the 80s and the, you know, the Chips and Steves and Farleys and all yes. those folks. Or we're talking about Frankie prior to that, you know, however yeah. you want to slice it, in my opinion. Yes. You know, this is where house music began. And so there's always that anchor yes. in Chicago that you don't have anywhere else. Yeah, so it's undeniable. It's undeniable. So mm -hmm. we don't always do it right. We mm -hmm. don't always do it the best. Mm -hmm. You know, Atlanta has a great scene. You know, you go overseas and it's, it's, it's all embraced. But when we do do it right in mm -hmm. Chicago, it's, mm -hmm. it's like no other place. Yeah, so it's, it's something like, oh, so uh, Alan is one of the authors of the Chosen Fuse annual uh, house music picnic, old school house music picnic. Do we still call it that? <laughs> Not really. I think we do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a phenomenal event. I was very blessed to uh, play for an hour one, one of those years, I think 2009, yeah. 10, somewhere around there. So thank you for inv inviting me. Absolutely. Um, and I and I try to be there every week, every year. Although the crowd scares me, <laughs> it's like it scares us a little bit too. <laughs> I got a little claustrophobia. So I mean, one year I was there. I think it was the the year you guys were sweet enough to give me an honor. Yep. And I was just trying to get out of the park, and it was like I felt like I was in a casino. You know how they yeah. like turn turn. You know, you can't find the exits. Right, right, right. Either that or IKEA. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like. Where am oh, I? Help hilarious. me! I, I need like a I need like a helicopter to get right. me out of here. But no, no this is I, a great I event. Hear you. And you and and let's talk about that for a minute. So, sure. house music picnic. We talked to Wayne and and Andre about this. Started many years ago behind right. the museum. I remember that I was I was there with my friends. Sure. Um, it is this phenomenal thing. Is there anything like that? I and mean, first of all, if you've never heard of that, it's what 40,000 people this year 30 40,000 yeah. somewhere yeah. around there I mean it's somewhere just around there tens I mean, of thousands of people yeah. who show up at this event that is a beautiful peaceful magical uh you know festival it's a festival of love it really is just a wonderful thing there's it has you ever had a fight um maybe we, we, we've two. heard of one or two <laughs> you know semi-fights but right. but no real drama at right. all I mean, and no, guess no what violence. it's on the south side of chicago yeah in the heart of the south side of chicago so yeah it's uh, a, that's, it that's probably the thing we're most proud about yeah um you know the picnic people know the origin it started really small and mm -hmm. you know it got to a point where you know we could no longer pay for it out of our own pockets right. and we we needed to help you know needed help to produce it and mm -hmm. um you know, I remember that point in time where there was thoughts about, okay, do we just say, wow, that was a good run, but like yeah. this is way bigger than anything we can do right. and just call it a career or, you know, the alternative was to sort of suck it up and figure out, um, you know, the way to put on a world-class mm -hmm. music festival. Mm -hmm. And we think we've done that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, hopefully folks appreciate that. Yes, of course o they do. Often they do, and often, you know, they, they don't seem to. Well, no good deed goes unpunished, <laughs> yeah, you know. pretty you're, much. You're going to have some critics no matter what right. you do. Right. Um, so you're, you're going to continue to do the, do the uh, house music picnic. Yes. And uh, you got it, you stretched it to two, that two years, two days, two, days. two years. Mm -hmm. Well, that'd be a good long picnic. <laughs> Two-day, two-day picnic. Right. Is, is that something that's going to happen in 2017? It is. Okay. It is. So last year we, we experimented with a few things, mm -hmm. including the, the, the second day. And, you know, that's something we had been thinking about for many, many years. You know, I think there's an appetite for it. People mm -hmm. ask us about why is it only one day. And then the other thing we realize is that we spend all this money, right. all this time. We set up this huge infrastructure. And then we only use it for one day, right? which doesn't make a lot of sense. So so we're going to do that. But some of the other changes we made, we're actually going to probably scrap and okay. go back to some original 
Mm -hmm. ideas and actually mm -hmm. in the very near future like in the next few weeks mm -hmm. we're going to be making some announcements about what the 2017 picnic and and festival is going to look like and it's our hope this year to have our talent all locked down we're pretty close right now okay. so that we can actually start selling tickets much earlier this That's year great. like right after the first of the year if things work out for That's us. Great. So uh, we're, we're in full picnic mode right now. That feels like a full-time job. So you have somebody who manages this, obviously. Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, you, just getting, you, I'm just getting you, overwhelmed you thinking about it. You're kind of looking at the, the main person, oh quite God. frankly, not to, not to take all the credit or the right, burden, right. But, but, you know, between myself and, and Kim Parham, yes. who's part of our, our crew, um, are, are the ones who are on the ground here primarily okay. in Chicago. Wayne's, you know, does a lot. Terry does mm -hmm. a lot as mm -hmm. well. But um, it's more than a notion. Uh, so, yeah. you know, we, we, we have a, pro a production company that does assist us a lot. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, there's still tons of stuff that we have to do right. and decisions that we have to make. And so, you know, between being a lawyer and a DJ and the, <laughs> and the next mayor. The, the, well, <laughs> I was going to say the husband of an alderman. Yes, and, and, the gentle. Uh, what, what, what do you call yourself as the husband of an alderman? Um, the first I gentleman? Don't, I, I don't the call first myself gentleman. anything. I the just, husband of an alderman. <laughs> <laughs> so be his husband. I just try to stay out of the way. And, um, yeah, we've got a politician in the family now, and it's not me, so I'm good with that. <laughs> no, I hear you. Politics is very tricky. And speaking of, I have to, you know, yeah. say that, obviously, you know, we know you're, you're Friends with our wonderful President Obama. I wore a shirt tonight. I'm wearing it. Obama. Very nice. He's always going to be my president. <laughs> always. No, it's so sad. Time is running out. Oh, I can't. Ugh. I, I just, it's just, it's terrible. It's a terrible thought to think he's not going to be in the White House. But yeah. I don't know. What What do you, ha I mean, you know, if, when we reflect on, on his last few weeks, you know, of, of the presidency, of the most historic, momentous president that we probably yeah. had in the history of this republic. What's your hope for him as your friend as he transitions out yeah. of this position? That's a great question. Um, he has loved being president in many respects, but in the you know at the same time, you know the White House really is a cage. I mean, it's I'm sure. it's maddening. Um, you know how much he would like to get out and do regular things and it's so funny i mean I, I think about even like driving a car barack has not driven a car since 2006 he hasn't not once so not one time <laughs> not one time wow and if we have more time i i have some stories around that where he wanted to move a car about six feet and the secret, secret service wouldn't let him but that's, Are you serious? It, it's crazy so wow. so what I'm, I'm really hoping for him number one is some peace um mm -hmm. because he's He's worked so hard and he sacrificed so much for the country and obviously has been the target of, you know, ridiculous attacks mm -hmm. and accusations and racism. I mean, let's call it what it is. Yes. Um, he knows what it is, even if he can't call it what no. it is. Um, so, you know, I'm amazed by the guy. He's just simply amazing that he's, you know, endured all of that been mm -hmm. a successful president done it with class and style and mm -hmm. i just hope him and the old lady get to like kick back a little bit and enjoy a, a you know somewhat normal life again before they you know 
get active again yeah. in causes that I'm sure they're going to continue to be active yeah. in. Yeah, so. there's I'm sure there's a lot of demands on on their time yeah. and and to have them in a position where they can continue to help grow this world. Um, and they did that. I think it's it can't be understated, you know, how important his legacy is and how important he is as a president and his wife as a first lady. Yep. They really showed us how it's to be done, and no one can deny that. Um, you know, he's going to be seen as one of our greatest presidents. I think so. If not the uh, greatest you know, president. I know. I hope he that knows case, that. That case can be made, and, and you know... They probably dwell on a lot of the right. negative more than the positive, but but with with hindsight and history, yeah, I, I think you're It'll exactly bear that right. Out. Do you think you're he knows exactly that? Right. Yeah, I do. Good. I mean, he 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 understands the the you know significance, the momentous significance of just being elected right. once president. So right, it's, and, it's, and re-elected. It's a great thing and reelected <laughs> <laughs> twice <laughs> with, with the popular vote. And the Electoral Electoral College, College. twice. (laughs) That's right. That's right. right. A lot of people. So did your life change as a result of having a friend in the White House? It it has changed a lot in Mm -hmm. in a lot of respects. I mean, I had amazing experiences, you know, mainly during the first campaign, out on the campaign trail Mm -hmm. with him. And, you know, since he's been in the White House, I mean, I'm, I'm... you know, I, I pinch myself. Mm-hmm. I, I've been in the White House more times than I can count. That's I've been to Camp David. I, wow. I mean, I could go on and on. So mm-hmm. um, I have been the beneficiary of uh, <laughs> this incredible ride in, in, in some respects. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, o- other than those experiences, quite frankly, I mean, the, the experiences have been so incredible that it's been a little bit difficult to kind of go back go back to like mundane regular life (laughs) (laughs) you know we were hot and heavy on the Uh campaign presidential campaign Uh trial trail and playing basketball and all this stuff it's like oh now i gotta go back and like do my stuff that's okay but it's good though it's all there's a a friend of mine who was telling me you know when your career you're climbing up the career career ladder and we can constantly do that you know i work for a big corporation a multi-billion dollar corporation everyone's sort of always climbing and she said, you know, I, you just get to a point sometimes where you need to stop and fill out your ledge. Yes. You know, you know, there's there's a lot to do. Yep. And there's a lot of richness, you know, in our experiences that when we're constantly looking forward and looking up, we don't get to experience and to be present. Right. You know, with what you have and absolutely. be grateful for what you have. You're absolutely. And there's right. so much, so much that we have to be grateful for. So absolutely. What what's uh what's tell me something that nobody knows about you. <laughs> <laughs> And I ask, wow. I ask this because I appreciate that you are uh, so prolific on Facebook and that you, you share so much of yourself and your spirit. And it's, it's a wonderful thing. It really is inspirational. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm very, believe it or not, I'm a little bit of a quiet person. Yeah. And I'm sort of an introvert in a lot of ways. But I, but I do know that sometimes, you know, part of your uh, your 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 you know, I was listening to Zadie Smith. You know who she is? She's a writer. No. She she's she's written White Teeth, and she's got a new book out called Swing Time. Anyway, okay. she's a wonderful English writer. She's African, well, uh, English African. I don't know what they call themselves. Sure. She's a black woman. Sure. But she's you know she was talking on to to Terry Gross, and she was saying on NPR saying you know we have uh, we have these these gifts, but we also have rights and responsibilities, you know, and and you have to figure out. 
that, right. that how to calibrate that, you know, and how do you use your gift? Right. What's what's your right and what's your responsibility? Right. And I think as artists, you know, it is our responsibility to kind of share that as appropriately as possible to inspire other people and to, to use it as a testimony. You know, I, I, I was kicked out of my house at 17 being a, being a DJ and all sure. that, living on the street for a while, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I learned how to, to use that and to channel that energy and to use it to, to, to uh, you know, make a life for myself. Sure. And I think that you've been able to share your experiences in such a way to give people hope. Yeah. Uh, and I want to know, you know, how is that for you? How is that for you? Yeah. And, and is there something that we don't know? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know that there's anything that I conceal or that, that people don't know. I, you know, that that's really poignant what you said about rights and responsibilities. And, and, and what I'll say is... Part of the reason I've kind of thrown myself so deeply into house music again and come back to it is, you know, you can look at me on the surface and say, oh, he's a lawyer, and a partner in a law firm and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And maybe that, you know, is some people's definition of success. But that alone was not fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it didn't give me the outlet for um to exercise the responsibilities that I think I have right. you know, for, for my community, my people. Um, and, and I really feel like house music and, and music generally does mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not only about entertaining people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very committed at this point to try to figure out a way to introduce younger people and mm-hmm. the next generation to, to house music mm-hmm. uh, and for them to get an appreciation of it. Uh, I, I think they love it when they can hear it, you know, um, but I, I, I'm really concerned about making sure this music doesn't sort of die with yes. our generation. Yes. Um, and, and I'm actually working on a lot of things. I, I'm, I'm hesitant to talk too much because I don't want to jinx myself, right. but... <laughs> But my, my passion right now is, is, is I still love DJing more, probably more than just about anything else. Yeah. I enjoy it, so I, I, I'm going to continue to do that. But, but what, what's really fueling me these days is figuring out a way to introduce the younger people to this and, and also, as a result of that, um, to give them more constructive activities mm-hmm. to try to deal with sort of this violence Absolutely. issue. and. Um, I mean, you know it as well as mm-hmm. I do. I mean, we, we had these wonderful, safe yes. night spots where, I mean, when we were kids, we were in high school. Yep. I mean, we could go and dance Absolutely. all night long. Right. And, you know, th- those venues and, and those That's opportunities are just long gone. Yeah. And I don't think they have to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm trying to, quite frankly, use my, you know, relationships, resources, mm-hmm. everything that I can, can use to you know move the needle a little bit on yes. those issues good hey i want to be your partner in crime so anything i can do i'm to support absolutely you, coming to you, you soon. please please do <laughs> don't forget about me i absolutely. i really admire you and i and I, I appreciate your seriousness uh and and how you take your craft seriously and how you take your gift seriously and um, Thank you. you know it, it is very inspirational so I want to be with you on that, that. journey absolutely I appreciate that. absolutely well, alan quick well, you know question. you're my favorite oh <laughs> just saying that <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Lori is everyone's favorite right. Alan yes, one of your biggest fans reached out to me over the week knowing you were coming here Uh-oh. and they asked you know one of the key Psy- things psycho or not psycho Uh-oh. Uh, you know, no, a little sorry, psycho a little psycho <laughs> but in a good way no, no, old I'm school house head Quigley South guy says you know he says Alan King is one of my favorite 
DJs. And, you know, he's an old school guy. I said, why is he one of your favorite DJs? And he thought about it a little bit. He says, you know, there's some substance and some spirituality to the songs that he plays. What do you think about your style? Talk to me about sort of how you DJ, how you go about it. Wow, that's 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 quite a compliment. Um, You know, one one of the things I'll say is that I'm a DJ that's tries to put the focus on the music. I mean, I'm not about, you know, hey, look at me doing a lot of tricks and twisting a lot of knobs and got my hands in the (laughs) air and I mean, (laughs) exactly. I mean, you know, there's there's a time and place for that if you're truly moved. Um, but oftentimes I think it's, it's more contrived than, than, than right. sincere. Um, so I, you know, I, I'd like to think I have a good ear for, for music and, you know, I just try to, you know, play great records and then like get out of the way and, and let folks enjoy them. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think it's something to some degree I learned from Frankie, but other people as well. Um, so... Um, I guess if, if that sort of style is being being heard and felt, that, that that's nice to hear. Well, speaking of that, we want to give some love to your buddy and our friend DJ Carl, Carl Jenkins. Jenkins is on, on uh, giving us some love here. We appreciate it. I hear you. I hear you back there mixing <laughs> it up, brother. See, we people can't see, but we're kind of in our chairs just jacking yeah, a little butts. Exactly. We got we gave we gave everyone some Facebook Live love. So if <laughs> yes. you go on. The Modern Dance Music Research and Archiving Foundation's page and my page, Akosha Willow, we've tagged everyone in there. So check it out. You'll see everyone who's in the studio with us. Black Terry's in the studio with us. Ernest Sanders is in the studio with us. We're just hanging out. We're just partying right now. Really enjoying the conversation between, again, DJ legends, uh, Lori Branch and Alan King, learning, again, a, a little bit about house history and then your careers and lives. I mean... I mean, both of you all could talk all day about sort of the trajectory of house music over the, you know, the last 30, 40 years. I, I, if I'm going I'm to ask both of you all a question mm-hmm. concerning mm-hmm. that while I get that phone. Uh-huh. So what do you think, you know, so people talk about the future of house music and we're investigating some of the old school DJs and things now. You know, you're bringing up young people. What do you, is it positive? Are things going well? Do you see it? Where do you see it going? Where do you want it to go? You know, I'll start by saying this. I think the, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of power that we've seen with the Internet and Facebook and social media has really done a lot to propel this music in ways that I, yeah. I never imagined. Um, you know, this was my you know, part-time job for many, many years. You know, I DJed four nights a week for I don't know how many years I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Resident DJ, lots of different clubs, lots of different types of crowds and all that. And and had I had, <laughs> you know, access to that kind of social media in the 90s, right. you know, and 80s and 90s and even early 2000s that we have now, um, I don't know. You know, I think it would have been a very different, I, I might have done some different things, right. you know, um, but it, it gives people a stage in a, in a, in a different way. And I think that yeah. it, it has done a lot to, to promote the, uh, the, the beauty of, of this culture and, and all that. Um, we also we uh, we got are we wrapping up soon? Is that what's happening, Lauren? Okay, I can't tell. Oh yes, we are. Do your so, thing, Carl Jenkins. So listen. So that's what I'm saying. But yeah. you know what? We are going to have to wrap it up. So maybe you can mm-hmm. close us out, and then I'm going to talk real quickly about what we're yeah. what's coming on next week. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll say quickly, and I, I agree with you that the internet um, makes things more available and mm-hmm. expands the reach. Um, 
we got to figure out how to make the economics of this industry yes. work for quite frankly for black people mm -hmm. for originators yes um like other genres ours has been you know taken to some degree and the people that are benefiting the most economically are not and us, not us. <laughs> and that's not acceptable right and we've got to figure out a way to fix that we do well on a positive note um i think it's it's a uh, you know whatever they're taking uh, they don't they don't own it you know right. we own it they're right. borrowing it we just got to figure out how to get it back <laughs> so we're going to stop there and and i'm going to thank my brother uh dj allen king for being with us carl jenkins in the house i also want to give a shout out to my cousin billy branch thrice nominated for grammy he's performing at the, at the uh what's the name of the promontory this friday so check him out eight o'clock right. he's worldwide and uh, next week, or December 23rd, we'll hear from DJ Alicia in the studio to bring us uh, Christmas season. Alan's got one more thing to take yeah, us out. Yeah, my chosen few brothers will kill yes. me if I don't you talk about talk New about Year's Eve. New, New Year's, Year's Eve. New Year's Eve yes. at, at uh, Room 43 at Norman's Bistro with the chosen few DJs. Yes. And then uh, we have our Sours or Sawyers, depending on your pronunciation, <laughs> reunion part two at the Promontory on uh, January 15th, the Sunday night before King Day. How you having a Sours uh, thing without Vertigo? What's up with that? Well, we, hey. We, Vertigo we started Sours. Mm -hmm. we, 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 we were the first group to end that joint. Lori, you, you Come just. Come on now. All right. <laughs> we got you. Okay. You're with us. If you're free, you're with I'm us. I'm free. I, I always absolutely you. check right, out baby. DJ Carl Jenkins too. He's going to be throughout the city somewhere. Check out his Facebook page. But uh, again, Alan King, Lori Branch, hey, thank Lauren. you all so much thank for you. being here and sharing these fantastic stories. You're listening to WNUR 89.3 FM, the Street Beat Show. Vintage House will be here next in two weeks on Wednesday. Check us out. All right. Good night. Listen to Vintage House on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. on WNUR 89.3 FM, WNUR.org, Facebook Live, and VintageHouseShow.com.